Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We are back from a holiday break. Just good morning, good afternoon. I'm like, I don't know what time it is where I am. Yeah, me too. Today is just flying by fast. Yes. Um, I actually wanted to start today talking about my morning um, because I think it's a great example. uh, And I feel like, so it's like this morning I finally crashed um, all of the like hype and excitement and like energy of the holidays. And I didn't get out of bed until 9 a.m. And it was just, I needed the extra sleep. And then I cried, like, a lot and ended up just, um, not, like, a lot, like, just, it kept going, right? Um, And it was great to just, like, let it out. But then I also kept moving on with my day, right? Like, and I think it's not necessarily saying that you should go through your day crying, but, like, It was a good example of, like, you can still do things when you're upset. Like, you don't necessarily have to be super gung-ho and happy about everything you're doing. Um, And as we're in that time of, like, you know, New Year's resolutions and goal setting and all this stuff, um, you know, if you're thinking that you've made this resolution and you need to be, super excited about it every single day, like that's not realistic and you're just setting yourself up for failure and like perhaps not crying through it, but like a neutral approach is perfectly fine too. Yeah. You can't always be like, um, so upbeat all the time. It's just not natural, but you know, you, you know, your attitude you can, but it's that there's times that you just have to, you know, when you talk about crying, sometimes that just releases a lot of pent up, you know, um, stress and things. And sometimes it's, it's, well, not sometimes always, it's good to have that out in a, in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like panic attack level anything. It was just this low level of like things needed to come out. And so yes. I let them out instead of feeling like it was bad or I needed to bottle it up or like save it for later, which is what I usually do. Like I was just like, all right, well, <laughs> this is where we are today. But like, but like I can still, I can still get dressed. I can still like, I am actually at the gym right now. Like I can still go there. <laughs> I haven't worked out yet. <laughs> um but that's also very different because, like, this is a place where I can show up in, in not a great way and feel comfortable. So, And, you know, but and it, everyone yeah, you needs still a show place up. like that. Yeah. 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 This, oh, has been, this has been a very, very wonderful bad. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you're so, so right. Letting it out is so important. Oh, Yeah. You know, people that don't show any emotion and, and bottle up everything inside, you know, you know, even even happiness, some people bottle up. I mean, you know, no, you know, just, you know, you don't want to go 
again, it's the moderation. You don't want to go so crazy, but at the same time, you do need to release um, emotions and and in a healthy way. And um, you know, crying sometimes is is the best is the best thing. Um, jumping for joy in a in a situation may be the best thing. You know. Um, so, but, you know, like what you're doing right now, going, you know, being at the gym and getting, you know, using those endorphins in a, um, in a positive way, you know, it's just, it's just excellent. Yeah. And it is like, it's a release, right. And a way to get out mm-hmm. emotions as well to like lift heavy things, <laughs> um, which is my plan for immediately after this is I'm going to go in and let it all out but it's yeah and taking time I think that we don't allow ourselves time after the holidays usually to like kind of reflect and decompress mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't know some people do a good job of reflecting at New Year's on the year that's passed and like what they've accomplished and that kind of thing but um, you're definitely not always it's and it's important to take that reflection time to see what's gone on um, and and even celebrate what you've accomplished, which I know is something I'm not great at. Um, mm, but, but that's important. Yeah. You know, you know, remembering the victories, you know, um, you know, just keeping, that's why, that's where journaling, journaling, journaling is that the right word <laughs> writing making notes <laughs> um sometimes that you know that can just be so helpful because sometimes you just go through and you think oh you know this went wrong that went wrong but no but this went right that went right you know um you know i came across um a thank you card from somebody you know and just you know keeping those um, those little positive things, you know, sometimes, you know, we too often get so down on ourselves about what we didn't do. And then sometimes it's nice to be reminded and, you know, realizing the things that we did do and that um, what we're thankful for. Um, and, you know, and, and that helps too. Um, just keeping it, keep it in balance. Sometimes we're just so, you know, negative on ourselves, um, which isn't, isn't healthy. And it's not, um, it's not looking at the whole picture. Excuse me. You're completely right. Is that we do tend towards that, that negative mindset or reliving those negative things. And I forget I was reading somewhere, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up because I didn't like look it up beforehand. But essentially, we're programmed to do that to help us like improve and become better and avoid future issues, kind of a thing. Like it's it's a it's a pre-programmed wiring for survival, essentially, right? Um, and so often, like that's what we fall back into are those pre-programmed roots for survival. Um, and that's not where our growth comes from. Like you're not going to grow from always being super negative. Um, so, so yeah, you know, either having like, um, like a gratitude journal or, um, even like, I know some people have like a morning gratitude practice where they wake up and like say things that they're thankful for to start the day, really wherever somebody can fit it in is what makes the difference. But starting that mindset shift of like, okay, what have I done? Well, what is working? Um, It has this like positive snowball effect and you're going to actually continue doing those things that you found worked well. Um, And then once those become kind of the norm is like when I'm working with somebody, right. That's when we add on something else. And that's like, it's called like habit stacking. Um, where you create this great habit, it feels really good, it becomes super normal, so you add another one. And, like, continually just tiny challenges to build on each other to create, like, this bigger change. 
mm-hmm. um, without realizing it. And you don't have to be negative on yourself the whole time. Right, right. We got yeah. up this morning and I had a text um, from a friend who is homesick. And she's, she's, so she's, she's not at work and she's going through a very stressful time at work. So she called and asked for prayer. But she also mentioned to, to us what a blessing that we are in her life. You know, which is, I mean, that's a great way to start the day. Not that she's homesick. She has a bad bad cold, so she's okay. But, um, and so it just made me realize that I know last year um, Ron went through his um, his whole um, phone and sent texts to people just telling them, and people that we hadn't, he hadn't even talked to for a long time, just thanking them for being in our life. Which, and we got so many texts and calls back from that. It was just, um, it, actually, it was it was a couple years ago because it was during COVID. And, um, and, but he just went through his whole phone <laughs> of, um, of contacts and just said, you know, you know, just checking in, make sure you're okay, we're blessing you are in our life. You know, simple, but yeah. just reaching out to everybody. And it, it was just really, it, it was just really cool. And then, you know, getting that text this morning from a friend um, who's home um, with a cold. She works in nursing, so even a bad cold, she doesn't want to be around patients, so she's home. But... um you know, it's just, it was just, it just made me feel good that, you know, that we've been um, a blessing in her life. And, of course, Ron wrote a text back to her, you know, that was that was wonderful, too. So, you know, it's it's just, you know, touching, reaching out to people and, and um, you know, and just, just caring. Um, it just brightens, brightens your whole day. It brightens mine. It does. It does. And it's, it's something that like, again, right time of the year, New Year's resolutions, like what if your resolution or somebody's resolution was something like, you know, <clears throat> text somebody every day why you're thankful mm-hmm. for them. Right. Like, yeah, it's technically a resolution. It's a goal that you want to work on, but the, the, the reach of that would be so great. Um, and you're, you're spreading that positive mindset and what they would probably find if somebody did that was that you're going to get a lot of positivity back and you're going to mm-hmm. see a huge shift just in, in your life overall from one simple act. Yes. Um, and Nick, yeah, I just, you know, Seeing is such a nice way because you don't have to get into a long conversation if somebody's at work or somebody, um, because then it's up to them if they want to call back or just text back again, and you know. But at least it's it's opening that door, and it's by texting. Yeah, I know we don't have whole you know friendships just based on texting, but texting really in in a case like that really is the the perfect way of reaching out. Oh yeah, just it gets it's short, it's simple. You know, it doesn't necessarily require a response, but. They can respond in their own time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. It, you know, thinking to like, okay, well, how does this all relate to nutrition, right? Because that's sort of my mindset is that by shifting that mindset, you're going to help shift how you're viewing your own actions and what you're choosing to do to like better yourself because you've got this new positive outlook. Um, it all exactly. bleeds over mm-hmm. into the whole realm of how we view ourselves, how we take care of ourselves. Um, because it really, like, somebody approaching, um, like, right, a lot of those New Year's resolutions are going to be, like, you know, to lose weight, to get healthy, to work out more, whatever it might be. And if if they're approaching it from that attitude of, like, almost like punishment, right, like, so I have mm-hmm. to do this or like, you know, or I don't, 
or like that thought of like lack, like I'm not allowed to eat whatever it is, or like I don't deserve that yet because I haven't lost whatever. That's much less likely to be successful than somebody who's approaching it from like a positive, caring type attitude. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's easier to practice caring and loving others and then caring and loving for yourself, but it still helps to build that mindset. And then, like I said, it bleeds over into being able to do it for yourself too. And then you'll actually have a sustainable change in how you're treating your body, what you're feeding yourself, all of that. Um, by practicing that positive, grateful attitude. Exactly. Um, so something that I actually put into, this was like a last-minute addition, in my meal planning journal, at the end of every day, there's a section to write three things that you're grateful for. Um, and it was like a last-minute thing that I happened to put in there. But... Um, I think it's important, right? Because then it every single day reminds you to try to cultivate that positive attitude and outlook and helps to, I'm hoping, helps to like not fall into that area of like changing your eating habits as like a, a punishment or like a negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely a good point. You know, it's um, because, you know, your mind controls and your attitude controls so much, you know, um, by being positive and being grateful for what you have and what you are doing and and what you, um, your outlook, that affects what you eat, that affects how much you move, um, um, you know. I know my myself, you know, um I'm actively losing weight and it's it's such it is so and I'm not finding it terribly hard. I found it a little more difficult this past couple of weeks because there were so many extra goodies in the Oh house yeah. Because I, you know, and so but even even with that I've just like you know, on Christmas I didn't have any of the appetizers because I knew the meal was going to be so good. So I kind of skipped right. over that. Right, you pick and choose. That. Um, yeah, and and so, and I, you know, and everything was so good. Um, but it it wasn't, it wasn't a negative. It was, you know, I, and so... We had a lot more baked goods around the house this past week because we've had a couple parties, um, but it was it was great. Yeah, I just sent everybody home with <laughs> doggy bags. You know, it's like here, take this, take that. You know, um, <clears throat> and so I haven't done the baking and the candy making that I have done in past years, but it's okay um, because you know. <clears throat> the positive of me losing, you know, the 23 pounds so far is just going to make such a difference. You know, I have a goal, um, you know, we're going away for our 50th wedding anniversary. I can't believe it's that long. exciting. Oh. <clears throat> and so we're going to an all-inclusive resort in March. Our anniversary is in April, but I'm counting it towards the March. And so I have a goal of um, not a specific, but, you know, number of, of weight loss, but um, knowing that, you know, it's, it's um, you know, just going on an airplane and not have to ask for an extender, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that is, believe it or not, that is a big, a big goal. Um, and just, you know, just being healthier and just um, being, you know, just feeling so good about myself. So that's the important thing. And that's like a couple of things that you mentioned I really like. Um, I love non-scale goals, right? Like um, we're so accustomed to judging our success based on a number on the scale. But 
it's actually more motivating if you think about like the way you're going to feel when you don't have to ask for that seatbelt extender. Like that's mm-hmm. going to be more of a motivation or knowing that you're going to be able to like get out and do more things when you're at the resort and enjoy it without getting really tired because you don't have as much of you to carry around, right? Um, right. And, and those things are so much more motivating. And one of the big factors is because you can, you can conceptually think about like what it, what it would feel like. Right. And then you create this like desirable outcome of what it would feel like to not have to ask for the extender or be able to move more and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So much more motivating than a number on the scale. See what I did is my goal is to, hi Linda, is to get back to the way I was fit wise when I was still in the military before I had kids. So I have my favorite shirt. It's a longhorn shirt that I bought when I was down in Texas hanging up right, like right by the closet. So I see it when I get up, see it when I go to bed to remind me why I need to get back into shape. Yeah. Stop being lazy. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I am lazy when it comes to working out. It's, it's hard to get started. And sometimes, especially with exercise and like sometimes just if you're going out of the house to do it like in a gym or something, just getting there, like celebrate the fact that you've walked through the door, right? Like breaking it down. (laughs) Or if you're, you know, like that's worthy of celebrating. Like that's hard enough as it is to actually show up and be there. And then there's plenty of days where I've shown up here and I have no idea what I'm going to do once I get into the gym, but it just, I needed to just be able to focus on the very first step and then celebrate that I accomplished it. Like, that's going to help, like, break it down into those smaller action items, basically, that, like, create the overall change. Like, once I'm here, like, then I'm not going to waste the drive, so I'm going to figure out what I'm doing. (laughs) Um, And then working out at home, Sometimes it's as simple as, like, okay, well, you know, let me do it for five minutes and see how I feel, you know, like, and then usually after about five minutes, you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll finish it. Um, It's sort of that, like, might as well attitude. It's like, well, I've gone this far, I might as well keep going. Um, And just taking it and applying it to, like, instead of, oh, well, I've had one bowl of ice cream, I might as well have another, like, taking it and applying it to something different that helps you. It, you know, what we start ended up and do a little bit and see where it goes. Is we have the dance game, um, which is really cool because they have a new program called Unlimited. So you pay like $25 a year to get all the songs. So you don't have to keep upgrading the game okay. with each game that comes out. So you get the whole collection with just the one game. And you, play it, you can play it online. So me and my daughter... I bought her the year package. So now we have to do it every day so we're not wasting the money that we spent to do it. Yeah. Because my daughter thinks $25 is a lot of money. So she keeps me on track. Good. That attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's just that getting started makes a huge difference. <laughs> But the one part I like about some of these new fitness games, like I have a kickboxing game and stuff, based on your activity and the amount of work you're doing with the game, because with the switch, you're moving, you're physical. It kind of keeps track of how many calories you would burn figuratively. Okay. And it, it encourages you by telling you, oh, you're breaking a sweat, and you're doing good, you're keep going. So the game will keep telling you to keep going. You're almost to that goal. Oh, Apollo, see, that's nice. much... like the encouragement. Yeah. That's the cool part the, um, for me anyway. The encouragement can make such a difference, right, to, like, be like, okay, yeah, like, I can keep going. And, it's like, 
I usually work out with a personal trainer and part of it is the accountability, but but the other part of it is like, it's really nice to have somebody that has to just stand next to you and be like, you're doing great. Keep going. You're almost there. Just, I don't know. It makes it, (laughs) it makes me more likely to finish and not give up. And that's the part that I miss. And a lot of us in the military, what we miss when we get out is we don't have that gym five feet away from us. We don't have your drill sergeant or your your superior forcing you to do PT every day. You don't have that whole group (laughs) with you pushing you to do things. We get lazy. Yeah. Yeah. You lose that. It's it's built in accountability that you lose and it's you have to go find it yourself, whether it's like, you know, a workout partner for the gym or like a trainer or um like when it comes to eating, it could be that you're, you know, meal prepping and grocery shopping with a friend and that helps you stay on track. Or like hiring a dietitian who or a nutrition coach who's going to like walk you through how to plan out your meals, but then also hold you accountable. Like, hey, did you stick to what you said you were going to do, you know? Um, And it's, yeah, that accountability factor makes a big difference so that you don't feel like you're, like, doing it alone. Um, And honestly, that's why I like um, some of, like, the, you know, transformation challenge type things that come out this time of year because it, it creates, like, a group mentality, around sticking to these goals. Um, so they can be like a really good launch point for somebody who's trying to build up new habits because they won't be doing it alone. They'll be doing it with a group. You know, the cool thing is, is um, so I have T-Mobile, and they have their Tuesday thing where you get a free app or something. They have some deal. And for so long this week their free deal is having so much time with Apple Fitness ooh nice so you can try that out it's um, that's nice because it's most of this I have it and most of the stuff you can do at home all of it you can do at home as long as you've got like a couple weights or or you just go in and do like the Pilates, the yoga, like um, say I'm stretching. It's as I do it. <laughs> it's Apple Fitness. Um, it's a good at-home resource, but it also has that encouragement factor that we were talking about, right? Where it's you're closing those rings, right? So you've got that visual encouragement for how much of the rings it's going to fill up, like. They've built out that program nicely in terms of, like, the motivation and then, like, tools to complete the task. Um, I think they've got meditation in there, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? I haven't checked it out. I just got it this morning. I'm going to check it out and see how that works. Yeah, because that's (laughs) um, something I'm trying to get back into. But I don't know if I've ever done one from there. I don't know what it's like. Um, that's hard. Like working out is physically hard. Meditating is like very mentally challenging. Um, and I think that there's this like misconception that things that are hard, you have to like look like you're trying super hard and, and show the sacrifice that you're making and meditation. You're like, you know, you're sitting still. It doesn't look like a huge sacrifice, but it's, it's hard to like, quiet the mind down or if you have thoughts just let them go instead of ruminating on them and it's it's excellent practice (laughs) yeah sometimes being still (laughs) is the hard part (laughs) well and I know like for me if I'm sitting if I'm sitting I'm like well I should be doing this or I should be doing that and it's my friend's dad says, like, don't shoot on yourself. <laughs> um, That's okay. Yeah. But it's, yeah. <clears throat> like, it made me stop the first time I heard it. I'm like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> um, but his point is, like, you're, you're 
creating like this narrative of what you think you need to do in order to look in that case, like productive. Right. And it's like, no, sometimes you need to just sit still and bring in some mindfulness uh, or rest. Like you don't need to guilt yourself into doing things. Right. You know, there's, Sometimes you should be doing something else, and in which case you can replace the word should with need, right? Like, I need to mm-hmm. eat or I need to shower. You know, um, sometimes you need to rest. And sometimes you just have to build it into your day. It's like, okay, I have certain things. Now, I, you know, have it a lot easier. I don't have children and I'm retired, so I don't have to go out today when it's so snowy and things. But um but there's things that I do have to do. You know, I mean we just booked mega cruises for a bunch of people. I have to follow up on certain things. And so I have that so but once I get some things done, um I can put into I you know, reading and that 'cause I never and I love to read, but I never took the time or as much time now, once I'm done with with different things, I can set aside an hour to read. I'm reading, rereading, re-rereading Lord of the Rings because I love the movies, Ooh. but the book is just so beautiful. And I'm on the second volume now. Um, and But taking and, and making that time, um, it's like, okay, um, I'm going to um, take this hour and just, you sit in my easy chair and, you know, just get into the book. But I'm not going to do that until I get certain things done first because otherwise I'll be torn. It's like, okay, I want to relax and do this, but I know I have to make that call. I know I have to, you know, <laughs> get that vacuuming done. It'll get away on you, I'm, yeah. Yeah, but once I have those things done, then make sure I have time just to sit. Absolutely, and it's going to allow you to, right, for you personally, like it's going to allow you to fully relax and enjoy the experience of reading and not be like Uh constantly checking the clock and saying like, okay, is my hour up? How much time do I have left? Because (laughs) I know I have these other things that need to happen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Prioritize what has to be done first so that you can just relax and do the things um, that you want to do. Get those needs, things you need to do out of the way, um, and then, you know, take time to be able to fit something in that you want to do. Yeah. And, like, what I hear kind of overarching through all of that is, like, that pre-planning piece of it, right? Like you've already sat down and pre-planned out your day of what needs to happen to make sure that it all fits and can be done. And that's that's one of the big things when it comes to, I mean, really any behavior change, but obviously my lens is always through like eating and food, is, is planning and pre-planning and figuring out <laughs> how to actually make it happen. Um, <laughs> and that's why like, meal prepping became such a big thing is that it helps make it that much easier for the rest of the days, right? Because you've taken that time to to sit down and look at the week and figure out what needs to happen, how it's going to fit in, what needs to get done first, right? So that prioritizing piece um, to to be able to relax at some point and and not be stressed out about like, okay, well, what am I missing? What still needs to get done? What, you know, do I still have time for whatever it is? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes a big difference to pre-plan out what needs to happen um, in order to, like, it makes a difference in your ability to actually follow through and accomplish it, right? Like, if you just looked at your list and were like, I want to read today and I need to do X, Y, and Z, like, you're going to want to read first, like you were saying, but (laughs) then it's not going to be as enjoyable. So you've created a much more enjoyable experience for yourself. 
And I like what you said about meal planning because, and that's something I'm really trying to work on because um, we'll be, you know, doing things or we'll be out and about, you know, doctor's appointments and different things. And so you get home and it's like, oh, what are we going to have to eat? Like last night, Ron said, how about ordering a pizza? I said, no. <laughs> we have so much food in the house right now because we have you yeah. know, we cooked the ham. We have um, shrimp left over. Let's make something what we have um, in a meal. Um, we had bought um, some something for um, New Year's Eve, and we never we never cooked it. So it's like, you know, no, let's, <laughs> we're not buying something out of the way. We're we're going to go home and get what, you know, use up. But again, like you said about meal planning, having that figured out ahead of time. Um, I'm good at planning for a party. It's the everyday meals I need help with. <laughs> so, so here's what I do. I actually, so... In the fall, I was doing really well. I just like I would get on like an Instagram live is what was holding me accountable, and I would do my meal planning for the masses, right? Like anybody could jump on and literally watch me do it. And I, I my goal for this year, or I guess for this week, is to get back to doing that, um, just for the accountability portion. But planning it out for a week at a time makes building the grocery list so much easier. It makes me look at the week ahead of like, okay, what like sporting events do we have coming up? What meetings do I have? Like to be able to plan around those meals. And then, um, and then I know like, okay, like Wednesday nights are going to be egg sandwiches because we barely have any time to cook versus like, you know, maybe like Saturday, I know I can throw something in the crock pot or say, I know like usually Thursdays, but I don't know about now we've had a bunch of schedule changes, but it used to be like Thursdays. I knew I had time to cook so I could make something that took a little bit longer. Like, um, so it helps with planning that piece out. And then how you were saying, like, you have so much food in the house, but then, you know, not wanting to ordering takeout because of that, it helps with eliminating food waste, right? Because mm-hmm. you've planned out right. and are actually going to use what you have. So you're, you're less likely, I should say, to have like those peppers that go bad in the drawer because you have a plan for them and you know when they're going to get used or like, mm-hmm. um, you know, running into those issues. So you actually end up saving money at the same time from not wasting as much food. And by the way, you build a grocery list and are only buying the things you actually need, not what just like sounds good when you're in the store, you end up spending yeah. less that way too. So it's, it's beautiful for the budgeting component as well as like eliminating that what's for dinner question. Um, because sometimes it's just that mental load of like, yes, we have food in the house, but ordering a pizza is easy. Like you know the exact steps to take to order a pizza and <laughs> about how long it's going to take. And even if you get it delivered and you're waiting 45 minutes, you already know what to expect versus you could take those same 45 minutes and make something from in the house, but you have to think about it harder to figure out what to make. And if you, if you like pre-think it basically, right, uh, it makes it easier when the time comes. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't, you know, some people take it to that next step and like, pre-cut things up or like pre-cook things and already have it cooked in the fridge. Um, I don't usually take it to that level. The only time I did that is when I broke my finger over the summer. So my, I actually had my mom come over once a week for the first couple of weeks when I really couldn't do anything. And, and <clears throat> I would sit in the kitchen and like direct <laughs> or like get things out of the cabinet. But like I, I couldn't, I couldn't hold things to chop. Like, You'd think it, it was a pinky. I'm like, who knew that I needed it? Wow. Um, yeah, and so then we did, like, pre-chop stuff, and I'm like, okay, I can dump it onto a sheet pan and throw it in the oven, but, like, I can't chop the broccoli. Um, 
So that's the only time I've taken it to like that level. But some people find that really helpful. They know that they've got time, you know, on a weekend or one day out of the week to really do a ton of prep. Um, No, I used to do it in grad school, actually, if we're going way back. Um, In grad school, I used to prep um, 24 freezer meals for every semester. That's like a whole nother level of meal prepping. <laughs> but it's yeah. it saved it saved me from that what's for dinner question. Yep. Yeah, it it saved your sanity yeah, and just remembering with me remembering to take things out of the freezer. You know, in fact I think I'm going to do that now. Yeah. They we had bought um some chicken, and um, we had company, and I had baked um, some chicken, <clears throat> but we didn't use it all, so I froze. And having that machine, that um, vacuum sealer, <laughs> that thing, that thing is so yeah, handy. those are nice. So, um, but so I have, but I, in fact, I, as I say it, as soon as I'm off the call, I'm going to take it out of the freezer um, and just bake some chicken tonight. You know, it's something I have on hand. Um, we have veggies. We have, you know, so, um, you know, I can just easily whip together a, a nice meal um, for the two of us. I forgot I, I even had that's it in there until you started talking about the freezer. But, and that's, and when we were, when I was working, that was the most annoying thing. I would forget to take something out um or plan something for that night um, for dinner, and so I'm I'm trying you know to overcome that you know because um, you know it is it, is funny yeah. and you know I was teasing you know but it's true I I can plan a dinner party but planning you know we had how how many people over the other night um, and planning that kind of meal no problem. <laughs> Planning dinner for the two of us <laughs> is where I run into problems. It's well, it's it's more mundane and routine, right? There's not the same excitement as like the party, so true, it, true. it changes like the motivation <laughs> level to do it too. <laughs> and it, yeah, it doesn't have the same excitement factor at the end. So all the way back to the beginning when we were talking about, like, motivation and, and, like, why we do things, right? Once it becomes routine, it becomes, you know, a little bit boring. And so it's like, how do you find a way to celebrate, like, planning out your meals for the week, right? To to give you a little bit of that boost of, like, look, I've done it. And, like, celebrating that small win um, to keep yourself motivated, Exactly. And it's, it might feel silly, but it'll keep you doing it. It's, you know, it almost feels like tricking yourself, right? Like to celebrate small wins, but it's I mean, mm-hmm. in a way, I guess it is because you're, you're, it, it takes like learning about what makes your brain tick and then using it to your advantage. Well, when you think about it, though, you know, when we were babies, we learned to walk. That was a huge celebration. Every little tiny milestone we did, our parents turned it into huge celebrations. Yeah. And we do that up until we're teenagers, and then it kind of goes away. So in a way, we're, pre, we're pre-programming ourselves by our parents to celebrate every little win. Which I think is good, and we should figure out how to carry that into adulthood. Like, And it's something that... So when I make dinner tonight, Ron's about to sit up and cheer, huh? That's right. <laughs> yes! Absolutely! <laughs> like, oh my goodness, you made dinner. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my kids funny. do because it's, um, I've been so busy and 
so under the weather the last couple of weeks that I haven't been making dinner. It's been whatever's in the freezer that they can make and eat. So my kids are like, all right, we get food today. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, Ram is a better cook than me. So, you know, when he, he does he does cheer when I make dinner. <laughs> That's great. It, it's important to celebrate it. And it's something that we so often lose sight of, right, because we are pre-programmed to be a little bit more negative. Um and kind of highlight those negative points. And it's, yeah, so it takes it takes effort to be more positive and celebrate those little tiny milestones. And I feel like I'm literally talking to myself right now because it's something that I'm not good <laughs> at doing when it comes to, like, business stuff. And I'm sitting here saying this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you don't do that. <laughs> well, you know, the bad part was is that, you know, we went through this, generation of kids where everybody got a trophy we celebrated mediocrity in the sense that we dumbed down our education system to meet the kids instead of helping them meet the system and so this positive reinforcement has been over destroyed in a way so as parents we've kind of taken that to the extreme the other way it was (laughs) It was actually really interesting. Like, so my son did Taekwondo. He's on an extended hiatus right now. Um, but um, one of his belt tests, he didn't pass. And you could see the instructor's, like, hesitation in telling me. And I was like, I think that this is great. I'm like, you can't win every time. You can't, you know, if he didn't put in the effort and he couldn't perform, like, and you don't get the belt. You And he tried again a couple of weeks later and, like, did a ton better because he had that motivation of, like, oh, I don't just automatically get this. Like, it's not just if I come in here and go through the motions, I'm going to progress. Like, I have to commit to actually remembering it. hmm Yeah. <laughs> well, like, our house, because I use cast iron, I set our smoke detectors off because my pans get hot. <laughs> so my husband yeah. always makes the comment, you know, or I'll forget what I'm doing and I end up burning something. So I'm feeding Zeus. And so when this, <laughs> I cook and the smoke detectors don't come off, you know, granted they don't realize that I took the batteries out of them. We have one that works <laughs> far from the kitchen. But, you know, it's a celebration. Yay, mom cooked and nothing got burned or... Smoke alarms didn't go off. The house didn't feel like smoke, you know. And they all look at me like, yeah. you know. Yeah, actually, we have to put our smoke alarm back up because <laughs> it shows that my oven needs cleaning because the um, just baking the chicken um, for the party, um, not for the party, we had a house, well, it was a party. We had a house full of people, and I did the, the chicken. Um, but... <clears throat> Yeah, so we had we had all the doors open, so um, yeah, so we, so our joke was, oh, dinner's ready. The smoke alarm ran off, but that does remind me we have to put that smoke alarm back on. So. It's it's trying to tell you something, right? <laughs> yeah, like clean clean the oven. <laughs> Please clean the oven. Yeah. Um. It's ours is far enough away. It doesn't go off that often. But it's, I mean, our house is older, and so it's more, like, separated out, right? Like, I don't think it's a good way to explain it. Basically, there's a door everywhere you try to go. Um, I've taken some mm-hmm. of them down, the ones that were, like, in the hallway, right? Like, there was a doorway from the kitchen into the hallway or from the dining room into the hallway and then on the stairs to go upstairs. So, like, those three doors are down at least. But it's still the way it's cut up, like, not that I, like, it, it almost yeah. never goes off, the smoke alarm from something in Our, the kitchen. It would have to be pretty bad. The smoke detector is in the back hall, but at the same time as I was preparing for a house full, my brother came over to hardwire um, um, motion detector lights in our 
um, at our back door outside, and so the door was open. <laughs> so, but that reminds me, I have to get the step stool and get that put back. So, because that, I mean, it hasn't gone off for a long time, but I think it was the combination of of things. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, this has been very, very, very helpful. So I am going to Absolutely. Go make my phone call. Like- and one of our clients just um, texted and said, oh, by the way, I'm gluten-free. So I'm going to call the, um, the um, cruise company and add that to her profile so that, um, oh. <laughs> so that that's done. <clears throat> well, hopefully she stays that way in time for the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's because that can be really hard when it's like a real allergy to gluten because it's in it's in so many like gravies and sauces, like um, yeah. flour as like a thickener. So that can get really difficult. Yeah, because some people, you know, have the actual allergic to it, and others are just on the new fad diet of gluten is the reason for everything in life. Yeah, I I oh, don't yeah. quite understand. You know, in fact, I was I read one article that if you are not, if you do not have celiac disease, you do not need to be gluten free, and it's it's is almost as bad for you when you don't need it to eat that way. You know what I mean? It's the, it was it was saying you know you, if you don't need to be gluten free, don't you know you know sometimes. Well, and that's the sad part. And I'd like to talk about it in one of the upcoming shows because the growing trend now with autistic kids is somebody. It's as bad as the vaccine crap, and oh, what they're geez, saying yeah. now is that gluten is the reason why your kids are hyperactive. Gluten is the reason they have stomach issues. Gluten, gluten, gluten is the bad. You're supposed to eliminate sugar, processed foods, and gluten from autistic cats. And I've gotten a lot of slack because I don't do that because my son has been tested. He's fine. And you take a kid who's restricted it, we could so definitely much. Do, yeah. To now we eliminate could do an entire episode, I'm sure, yeah. on, like, like the gluten-free actual celiac disease versus there are people who are like gluten intolerant and then also people who do it for like fun, basically. Yeah. It's a sad diet. Cause it's, because yeah. it's trendy. That's, it that's, is. That's, that's the misconception you know, that trendy. gluten is the cause of all your problems. Even though you've been tested, you're fine. We're always looking fine. for that quick fix. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah, yeah. And there isn't true, one, true. which is, you know, the truth <laughs> and the sad answer. For it's, certain it's like the, the joke, doctor, I'll do anything to lose weight. Well, eat less and move more. No, that doesn't work. But I'll do anything to, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's Isn't like we'll change your lifestyle. Mm, I don't think I can do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I'll do anything. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's why. <laughs> yeah, we want. You know, we want that one magic food that's going to fix everything. That if we take it out of our diet, everything will be better. Or if we add it in, everything will be better. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. or a pill, um, or a shot. Yeah. Now, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not. The be all end all. None of them are. Never sat. Yeah. Never sat. Never sat. No. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. <laughs> Never shot. Good afternoon, Beth. I'm Never sorry shot. to interrupt the call. But I wanted to say hello, wish you Happy New Year. Welcome <laughs> you back to the show, and we look forward to a wonderful year together. And um, I know yes. some things are happening, and we're looking forward to. Uh, talking some more about the future, and uh, uh, I'm, I'd like to everybody that calls into the show. I'm, I'm not afraid to mention it to you as the president of the board. Uh, when we meet in the next board meeting, um, we are reviewing your um, proposal. You've been, it's been proposed that you would join the board of the whole collection under the um, 
I know. Uh, the pillar health. of the new uh, health and nutrition. So I thought I'm I would very make it to the to the world. So speak it over on. Do you have a date for that yet? Yeah, Monday night was the first, right? No, I think next next Monday night. Well, we have to get the notice out then. Yeah, I have to talk to Linda after she's having. She came down with COVID. She's down home sick oh, right now, but I'm sure she's had a bad cold. <laughs> COVID. So, oh. Yeah. So we'll see if we can't. Uh, we'll get that announcement out for next Monday night. Well, so, she's got COVID, let's postpone it for another week and have it the week after that. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. she's home from work. And she, oh, I'm reading, she said it's, to her, it's like a bad cold is what she wrote. And so I picked up on bad uh. cold. I didn't pick up on COVID. But um, she said she's fine. It's like a bad cold. Okay. Oh, it's um, for like yeah. Yeah, let's 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 shoot for that. Well, so that we just for say you, a prayer for, well, we say a prayer for her health and ask that God would intervene and uh, that she can have uh, restoration from this uh, in any way possible. So I know you all keep her in their prayers for that. So thank you. I got to yeah. run, but I wanted to say hello and get out of the way. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. God heals and God my last word, Beth, is no shots. It's not a solution, ever. Bye. Not at all. Thank you for chiming in with that. <laughs> oh, it was, he's helpful. It was a perfect addition. <laughs> well, I was joking with Ron this morning because I have a meeting with this, the board of administration with the school. So they've already irritated me today. And so I woke up with a sore throat. <laughs> so I can't talk as much. God intervened. God intervened. So like, like God's telling you something. <laughs> well, I have this little um, ceramic hanging thing that hangs up, um, and I have it in my kitchen that shines into my dining room, and it says, God, please help me keep my mouth shut today. <laughs> <laughs> so he intervened for me today. <laughs> there you go. Well, so cool I board. Better, better be happy about it. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, gals. Thanks, Linda. Bye. Bye bye. We are. Oh yeah, we are almost up on time, huh? Um. Yeah. So the. I mentioned the Mindful Meal Planning Journal a couple times today, and it is actually out on Amazon. Um, and I believe I've put up the link in the Facebook group, but if not, I will, I'll send it to you and I'll make sure that it's up. I know okay. you did post it up. The one thing we did forget to post, because um, one of our listeners, James, called me, that um, yeah. templates for our SMART goals. The what? We talked last week about um, we were going to talk about smart goals this week. We were going to put up some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We forgot to add those. Um yeah. Oh, I can do that. I can definitely put up the smart goals thing. Looking um, for one. Yeah, that'll go up. Um, I am going to work out immediately after this, but I'll leave a big note on my computer to do. Um, to do that after my workout. Already. So that he'll have it to use. And um, and we'll yeah. talk about it next week. And next week uh, I think we should, yeah. Talk about SMART goals and how to set them for your lifestyle change for the new year. Okay, so absolutely. Mary, have a good meeting. And um, Beth, have a good workout. <laughs> Thank you. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Bye.
All right. Yeah. So next week, smart goals. I'm going to put up the template this afternoon. I hit the wrong button. Oh, no, you're good. I was like, oh, that works. (laughs) That's it. We'll talk about smart goals next time, and we'll get those templates up this afternoon so people can start working on their own goals. Awesome. So have a good day. Have a good night. Yes. Thank you for tuning in to Optimize My Life Radio. We hope you found today's show insightful and empowering. Remember to follow us on social media at Optimize My Life for updates, additional resources, and to stay connected with our community. Join us back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another enriching episode as we continue our journey towards a more fulfilling and optimized life. Until then, take care, and remember to make each day count. Oh,